If you could get your fans to do one thing right now, you can make your request right now. Let it be known. What do you want your fans to go do for you right now? And new listeners, if any, everybody that's watching the powder room right now and watching this interview, what do you want the one thing for them to be do is? What do you want them to do? You get one wish. You are now tuned in to a Power Podcast Network production. We are live. Let me get some water. By golly, I'm so thirsty. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Powder Room where I'm at Sarah McBride, but the work still gets done. Listen, we got Realist here. Realist, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How y'all doing? Good. Thank you. Good. Um, Let's see. So... Let's, we'll tell our listeners a little bit about Realist. Realist is an up-and-coming artist from Houston. His newest single, Wishing, um, that, kind of gave the sounds of, what'd you say, babe? Walks to Dallas. Dallas, excuse me. Yeah. Yes. No, because I'm from Dallas. That's a big deal. That's a difference. There's a difference. People don't realize, like, how far, they're different worlds. Like, they're completely different worlds. It's Walks to Hatchie, but I don't know if you you know where Walks to Hatchie's at? No. Walks Hatch is like it's like twenty minutes outside of Dallas. Okay, like closer to like Plano or the other way. Uh, no, nah, it's like it's forty-five from Plano, probably like okay. thirty from Arlington. Okay, so okay, so we're okay. So I I don't know it per se, but like I guess I'd know the direction which way I would need to go if I went yeah. there. Um, no, I went to church in um South Oak Cliff. Oh, okay. uh, I went to yeah, and I'm from I went to Garland and Richard School District. So I was like a tough kid growing up, you know, pulling <laughs> the South Old Cliff, you know, <laughs> getting in a lot of trouble. Um, but so, but he is featured on this new show, and that's based in Houston, correct? Is Fifth Word about Houston? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. And um, there's a lot of key players on it. A lot of um. A lot of Grammy recording artists, a lot of Oscars. Everybody who's anybody, basically, in industry is in this. Um, and Wishing is the standout song from it. So we're so excited to have you here. And so we got some questions for you. Um, first question is going to be, what, what is one thing about Wishing that you hear from fans and listeners, fans or listeners, doesn't have to be. What do? You, what's the one thing that you hear about wishing that you didn't expect to hear about it? As crazy as it sounds, of what I'm talking about in the song, everybody keep hitting me up that they can relate to it. <laughs> so that goes to show that it's a lot of people out there that still getting hated on. So that kind of threw me for a spin. Yeah. Yeah. What was it about, like, what, like, was there a particular standout moment that someone spoke to you, or was there a reaction, or? No, nah, it was just, I mean, they can just relate, like, they were just, like, they called me, like, yo, man, I can so relate to this, I got so many people hating on me or what I got going on, and this is just a jam, it's an anthem, and it sounds like, you know, it also got the little twist for the Ghost Town, uh, DJ Ghost Town, my boo. Yeah. <laughs> okay okay I guess I was just really wondering like if there was somebody in particular like was there a story in particular that someone like gave you that made it feel like was there anything but I guess because um I guess we all do get hated on but there wasn't anything like exceptional or anything like 
expected that. Nah. Like you weren't expecting. Okay. Okay. Stoney, what you got? Uh, what what kind of like prompted the idea and like the creative process behind the song itself? I mean, I kind of want to know what your general process is like, you know, on the regular, but just specifically for wishing, what was like the backing, you know, idea? Really, I I just go through beats. I was listening to a beat. I liked it. Had my producer, RJ, fixed it up, twisted, made it his own. And then I wanted to write about people that I be hating, like, I'm gonna be here regardless. So if you're gonna hate or you're gonna, you know, <laughs> congratulate either or. So right. was it one of those beats where you just heard it and you heard the lyrics already? Yeah, right when I heard the beat, I was already vibing to the hook. And then the producer came in and he did his part on the hook, and I was like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, that's what makes a good song is when you already have a good vibe. You can tell when someone's in the studio and they just it just comes to them versus when they're kind of like overthinking it, maybe writing a little bit too much. Yeah. Nah, this was this was smooth. It was a smooth record. Like it was just really no bumps in the song. Definitely. I'm gonna circle back to my question earlier that I'm not really gonna like go too deep into that, but I wanted to know like what's a common misconception about you personally? Like what's a common battle that realist has to face um daily? Like, are there any like because your height or anything like what's a common misperception about you that you've had to deal with uh, i would say right now how i how i'm seeing the industry i would say my age okay yeah i mean i'm, I'm about to what hit about 30. That? yeah i'm about to hit 30 i just i mean it's a lot of youngins in the game you know i mean everybody that's it, that's my age they're probably like a legend now or not you know like yeah. it's just it's too many young people in the game so it's that's kind of a challenge to rock into their wave. How do even you know? How do you get in there though? Yeah, but you're doing it. So how like how do you get into? How do you beat it daily? Like what do you do? What would you recommend to somebody that feels like giving up at thirty? Don't give up, because you never know what's gonna happen. I you never know what's gonna happen. Well, I give up if you already came this long. You know? Yeah. If in three years, it might take another year for you to accomplish what you're trying to do. You never know. That's why I say if you love it and you have the passion for it and that's what you want to do, don't give up. Don't what, give up. Yeah, what fuels you to not give up so much? I just have the passion for music. I just love music. I hear music every day. I mean, I listen to beats. I, millions of words go through my head, tops and stuff. So I just... I didn't really, I just love it. But. Yeah, is that how you write? Is that like, is that like, how do you write? Do you write from the words in your head or do you like? Some, sometimes I go off, I might freestyle and then I might catch something that I said in a freestyle and I might just put that as a hook or I might sit there and actually like go for bar for bar or what I want to put in how I want to tell it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like at all the industry being in the industry like it's changed you as a person like for good or for you know for bad in some ways that's a good question i know uh, it's changed me a little bit i feel like i've got i've gotten a little bougie i, I mean, almost told i almost told my cousin she couldn't come on i almost told my cousin she couldn't come on the show bro that's fucked up like, that's, <laughs> it's exclusive. like i'm too booked i'm too booked man like no, but yeah, what would you say, Realist? What would you say? Um, has it changed you at all? 
Nah, so I mean, it be like, it be some, people be sending me their music and I be listening to it. And I don't want to, nah, I can't get bougie. I can't, cause I got to remember where I come from. I mean, maybe I ain't there yet, but as of right now, I just can't do it. I can't I do it. I didn't even think it was bougie. I just know like, I, be, I was like, okay, no, this is bad. I was like, well, maybe she could go like on this show because we got to do like this many shows. It wasn't that like I didn't want her like all my show, but it was just like, dang, like I want to enjoy her. You know what I mean? Like I kind of want to enjoy my cousin and not interview, but I'm a, yeah. we'll be interviewing her. <laughs> so just so you know. But I, I mean, have you, do you feel like, cause I noticed, and I think what Sony was trying to say is I noticed that um, the gang turns a lot of people sour too. How do you prevent yourself from going the whole, especially Dallas? Like, how do you prevent yourself from getting in that? Like, cause I fell for that gang life very easily. Like, I started banging one from living in Oak Cliff. Like, living, like I lived on Wood Middle Parkway, like, right there on the corner. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and my house was right there by the bus stop. How do you balance living in Dallas and being an artist? Because that's got to be. Well, as of right now, I'm in Vegas, so I'm kind of away oh, okay. from what, uh, what's going on in Dallas. But at the same time, I stay to myself. Like if I, if it's just not my energy, I, I mean, I just stay to myself. I ain't trying to. I'm not trying to be what you want me to be. I'm gonna be who I yeah. want to be. Yeah. I think that's kind of what um, Megan was saying too yesterday. Was like she wasn't by herself enough. I feel like a lot of artists and a lot of people in general take being alone for granted um yeah. so i'll def i definitely take that advice with me because i'm uh i could i tend to i would especially when my dad died i tend to fill space with i think and a lot of creatives tend to like when they're grieving or hurting tend to like fill space with other people that could allow them to go down that spiral I text, yeah nah, i run i've been through that so it can be tough for sure, but you just gotta stay strong. Like it's another day, so don't trip about the past. You know, just keep it pushing. How do you maintain all of this? You know, because I, I personally like feel like you're on the come up. You know, you're definitely you're getting traction. You've got a name underneath you for sure. How do you maintain like your personal and your business life as far as you know, family and work? You, if you know me, you know me. If you don't, then you don't. And I'm not really here to, I don't know. I'm not, if I, for the like business, I just want to, it's just business. Like, it's no need to get into the personal life because I already know what social media can do to it. You know, it, the internet is, is always going to win. I'm really trying to not give too much to the internet. You feel like holding that little piece of you gives you like that little bit of sanity left? The little what? A little bit of sanity, like like you get to hold, yeah. like you, if you have like that little bit of yourself, like just to yourself, like it, it kind of yeah. gives you yeah. a. Yeah, everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. I mean, there's <laughs> a few people that's on social media that be going berserk that needs it. So that's most definitely like you definitely need peace to yourself and privacy for sure. Do you think that would be something that you tell, you know, young artists or even just young people in general? Is that, you know, maybe you shouldn't put everything online? Oh, yeah, most definitely. 
anything can happen. I mean, look what happened to Pop Smoke, you know, RIP, but anything can happen. It takes so many people out there that's so nosy. The fact that they seen an address on a tag, like, come on. It's... Twitter just got in trouble. Have you had any crazy fans yet? Huh? Have you had, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Vada, but have you had like any crazed fans yet as far as like people nah, talking nah, 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 on nah, Instagram nah. and stuff like that, like topping up yeah. on you? I hope I don't. I hope I don't. I'm not trying to go through <laughs> no craziness. <laughs> I need Relux Bomb fans to be peaceful and just be with it, you know? Don't, don't come with that nonsense. Heard it here, folks. Don't run up on. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say was that um, Twitter, um, like the Twitter corporate office just got in trouble because they were tracking um, Beyonce's, like Twitter employees were tracking Beyonce and other celebrities' locations. Uh, like, yeah, like the employees, not somebody, not hackers, like Twitter uh, company. Yeah. Rogue Twitter employees Bruh. Yeah, on their yeah. lunch breaks. Right. Where's Beyonce? Letting TMZ know for $100,000, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, I didn't even okay, think about that. that That's a good yeah, right. clip. <laughs> These social medias can be really, really scary at times. Like, I try, even though I'm a, I'm an artist, I really try my best not to do too much on social media. And I be having, like, uh, Mac be on my head about it. He's like, post more, post more. And I'm like, uh. I was going to say, do you feel like that hinders you any because you aren't on social media like what most artists feel like is, rec like, you know, recommended or required? No, nah, I mean, it, it's both ways. You can either go social media and if you really want to be about it, about it, like, I mean, you just got to get off your feet and move around and get into the public and talk to them, pass out flyers, do shows, you know, it's... It's working both ends. You gotta either be committed to either or. As of right now, it's kind of hard because of COVID, but it's I just don't like the internet at all that much. <laughs> I, I feel like I definitely relate to that. It's one of those things where it sucks, but I feel like as as a young person and someone who's trying to establish like a career under myself in this weird world where if you don't have an Instagram following almost, you don't have credibility to yes. like my generation that's how they kind of see it um so I feel like it's definitely something that uh it gives me a lot of anxiety about some days like to open the inbox and to kind of filter right. through everything because I, I, we run the powder room page my personal page and then I have a tattoo page and all of that is constantly getting you know flooded with messages and and you know notifications and I feel like it's very very overwhelming and sometimes I dread it like almost like i'm going to work or something like that um it's, it's definitely one of those things though where i feel like a lot of people overly stress to themselves how much they need you know instagram and social media that's probably why Rillis has such a healthy balance like because he's not on social media all like that. i don't even fucking know what you're talking about i don't deal with that yeah, shit. like why like i don't have to balance like my life is regular like i'm not in my phone every day all day like the rest of you guys are Rillis, if you could go back in time and tell your 18 year old self one thing what would it be uh, uh music I wasn't on music back then. I tell myself, get on music, bro. Like, I mean, right. 
okay, if it wasn't music, I would probably tell them not to give up. Because I gave up a lot in my life back in the day. So that's probably what I'd be my, tell myself. Don't give up. Keep going. Do you going. think you gave up? Um, do you think, like, the haters were, like, was part of the giving up process? Or what do you think? What? Um... Uh, the, no, my giving up was because of family. Yeah. It was just a certain part where it was just getting tough. And I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. 50 Cent don't even fuck with his family all like that. Like, if you've listened to his book, um, if you have Apple Music, I definitely recommend you go listen to it because that I've had... Yeah, yes. Okay. It's on Apple Music, too. So if you don't want to read it, you can just listen to it. But he was saying how, like, he'll go check on certain family members, but hurry up and leave before other ones get there. Um, because he tried so hard. Like, he gets into his son, everything. It's definitely a really good... Um, listen but that's definitely how did you um how did you overcome family like getting in the way because that's a huge obstacle for me personally honestly i don't even know if i still overcame it it still be times where i just think about it and zone off and i don't know i don't i don't like to think about it i mean as well it's, it's a tough subject it's still i just tell myself don't give up keep going yeah so I think it's important to practice healthy social distancing from certain family members if you're I mean <laughs> like I, I right I, and it's not I don't think I don't see anything wrong with breaks I don't I do know that like life is short like I lost my father um seven years ago and he it was pretty fairly he was 54 that's fairly young that's not but, and it happened very quickly, but it still didn't change my view of things that like, you know how some people say like, what if they pass away? Well, this is going to sound really fucked up. If they die, then it wasn't meant for y'all to fix it. Like, I mean, I just kind of like, I feel like you die more internally by like giving that energy, by like giving that energy, you're slowly, like you said, you would have told 18 year old self to, I definitely would have told my 14 to 18 year old self to go to school for what I wanted to go for versus like I let them influence me on my college choices and if I wouldn't have I'd have been making thousand dollar wigs like Jesus like I'd be seeing them wigs now I'm like dang like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie some of them wigs be popping too I'd be like right well, Takashi got a couple right that- it's crazy. My yeah, girlfriend be fighting over them wigs. Girl, listen, yeah. <laughs> you're not buying you no wigs and not buying me one. There's no way Jonathan is coming to just do your hair. Like he's coming <laughs> to do our hair. Like there's no way. Uh-uh, I'm not doing that. That kind of got me hot. Like you can't do that. I ain't seen her in a new wig yet. But whatever. Go ahead, Stony. <laughs> So what, what drove you to start creating music in the first place? Like what kind of drove you to the point where you're like, you know what, you know, either, either it's for some people I know it's either, you know, they're not hearing the type of music that they want to hear. So they're like, you know, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Some people get to a point where they have a message and it's like literally burning a hole in your chest to not tell people. And, and it's, it's really, you know, people wanted to just kind of relay that and speak to people. And I know for some people it's just, it's just for the fun of it. What really drove you to start creating music in the first place? Uh, I would say 
burning burning a hole in my chest. Like I'd rather, instead of me speaking about it, talking about it, I'd rather get it over a mic or a beat, you know, and just put my passion and emotions into it. And then at the same time, it's sometimes I'd be wanting to hear a different type of music and I'm gonna be seeing if I can come up with a whole different type of wave. Cause I mean, the wave is nice, but I wanna hear something different. I wanna hear right. something a little different, yeah. You're doing a and good I'm job just, at giving something different too. Thank you, thank you. No, you're- Do you feel like people have like hopped on your wave and like maybe you start to hear people start maybe to sound like you a little bit in maybe like your close circle? Like you're influencing people, maybe not like they're not like they're biting on your style, but like you just are influenced. Oh yeah, yeah, most most definitely. I had uh, I'm also working with my with this one DJ DJ Memphis. Uh, shout out to We Bounce Radio, by the way. Um, he, I started coming over to the studio and recording a lot. I got gave him that boost where now we almost done with his mixtape. You know, so like he's been. He gets, he tells me every day, he's like, man, I appreciate you. And I appreciate him too, because he still gives me the strive too. So it's not that people around you that love to do the same thing. Well, on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and change this back to, you know, I'm about to like pull the realist background back up because I want to talk about working with Raphael and what that was like for you. Can you go into detail what it's like to work with him and what it was also like putting Wishing together with RJ? It was a phenomenal project. I mean, it was really- Do you feel like he influences you a lot? Yeah, he, he, when it comes to, cause I didn't know who RJ was. I was brought to him by an employee that I used to work with. And I sat there and I, when I, First watched him made a beat. I was kind of like I, I was kind of I was really impressed. My jaw dropped. I was like, wow. And he did it under like a certain amount of time. I want to say under 15 minutes he made that beat. This other certain beat. I was like, wow. And I didn't know really too much about him still. And then that's when I found out he did had a Grammy Award winning from no one just understood. Um, but yeah, working with him on the beat, it was dope. Yeah. Especially How many Grammys are you gonna get? Huh? How many Grammys do you want? Uh, you believe right. in the Grammys anymore? Nah, I don't. I, oh. do, not. <laughs> oh. I do not believe in the Grammys. Really? Yeah. What if you get one, though? If I get one, I mean, you know, cool, toodles. Like, I'm appreciated. I think if it was, yeah, if it was meant for me to get in the Grammy, I'd get a Grammy. What award I, would you want to win? What award do you feel? What, what trophy means the most to you right now, then? Uh, it's not even about the it's about the trophy. It's just about numbers and uh, not even. I just want to get hits. Yeah. If I know I can get some hits, then I know people are vibing out. Yeah. If it's so like a people, platinum, at least is what the end goal for you is. Yeah. Seeing yeah. that is what's gonna make you happy. Not the money, not nothing like that, but just seeing the platinum plaque. Yep. I feel that. I ain't trying because I don't even want to stress myself too out. I know there's so many people. I saw uh, it was uh, uh, Travis Travis Scott. I watched one of his documentaries and he was prepared to win a Grammy. And don't get me wrong, that album was phenomenal. I thought he should have won it. But then you see that Cardi B won it and how he just got so. Oh, was it the uh, Look Mom I Can Fly documentary? Yeah, yep. Oh, that shit was. I watched it like twice. It was good. (laughs) 
Yeah, that was a good really documentary. Good. Travis Scott is a fun, man. He's one. He's one of the artists I've been listening to a lot as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I definitely think that he he is he's not overlooked as as for being as good as he is. But I think people will respect him more and more over time as like being a real artist. So I think that he does some stuff that is just a little bit out of most people's oh. league. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, most definitely. And people are like, they like it because it's catchy and because, you know, the general population likes it. But like a, a lot of his stuff, I think, goes over with most people's head. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think the same, too. I, I really think that. He's uh, okay, for sure. So, but working with RJ with Wishing, it, it was really dope, the fact that I can relate to a, a, a song with him that was back in the day, the 90s. So the fact that we can vibe off of that, I thought it was just cool. Like that whole session went great. Like it wasn't no, I didn't even take a break during that session. I think I, think I really finished that project with him. So, but he's a great- How long did it take you to finish it? That probably took about two hours. Yeah. Man, that's that's quick. And yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's quick. Wow. Well, I'm not, I'm not to go like it was because I had already had the song finished before I got there. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But that's still, people, that's still pretty quick. Sometimes though. artists will have the song finished and get in the studio. They'll have had the beat. They'll have like, <laughs> and as soon as they get in the <laughs> studio, it's like everything went out the window. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen it. We've gone over it about six times and then we get in the studio, it changes. So two hours, like, don't discredit that. That's still, like, that's still dope. Yeah. Fact. yeah. I think, Stoney, got one more question for you. And yeah. And then we'll um, let you go over this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so do you personally, you know, have a good, solid support team behind you? And if you do, how important is it for, you know, other people, you know, to have a team or are you more of a do-it-yourself kind of guy? Uh, as a right, I mean, both uh, team, I have a good team and I also do it myself. Like, just, it's like you, you never know what can happen, so why not do it yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. But my team is great. Like, Mac, he's doing a great job. My team that's also doing music that is off and on. So, I mean, I don't really, I'm not scared or worried about anything from the team or me at all when it comes to promoting. Yeah, no, you have a great team. Would you encourage other new artists to go forward with getting a team or would you recommend they get a billboard? Like, let's just say that they're not as well equipped as you are because you have a nice little machine going for you. Would you recommend like the starving, the truly, truly starving artist? Cause you're on your way up, you know. Um, would you recommend that they get a billboard or a feature in a team? It all suits on who you are. I mean, I know there's some people that need to work alone. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, a team. I, I say if you can have a solid team, why not have a team? You have yeah. brains on the table, you have different networks on the table, so why not push it through multi Like, it's, it's no doubt it's a team, for sure. Like, I'd rather see a NBA basketball team with LeBron James going to Kevin Durant. I mean, uh, Kevin Durant. I'd rather see the Lakers go against the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, yeah, I get what you're saying. 
Um, if you could get your fans to do one thing right now, you can make your request right now. Let it be known. What do you want your fans to go do for you right now? And new listeners. If any, everybody that's watching the powder room right now and watching this interview, what do you want the one thing for them to be do is what do you want me to do? You get one wish. Go ahead, record my song, get along with the lyrics, and I appreciate that. Okay, bet. Sony, you got anything else? I think he's covered all my questions. All right, bet, bet, bet. So you know what's going on. Thank you again for coming to the powder room where our mascara may run, but the work still gets done. Realist, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Where can they follow you at? And what's the name of the single again? Name of the single is Wishing by Realist Bomb featuring Raphael RJ. And All you right. Can follow me at Instagram, Realist Bomb, R E L U S B A U M. And what was that one wish again? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. You want them to go record what? What was that one wish again? Record my song yourself, tag me in it, sing, up, sing along, and just let's enjoy the vibe. That was five things. I just went like, <laughs> that was like seven things. I just want you to know that. Thank you so much for blessing us. Thank you to everybody that got you here. We look forward to getting you out, man. Whenever you in Charlotte, make sure you look us up, man. Make sure you look us Sorry. up. 100. All right, bet. See you. You are now listening to the... Mm. Thank you again so much, Rillis, for coming through. The powder appreciates you. Um, thank you for being vulnerable and letting us know um, how you felt about things and letting us know about your single and everything else. Yes. That's so horrible. Thank you for letting us know about wishing what it was like to work with Raphael. Thank you for letting us know what it was like for you growing up, everything, and just really being open. And just like being just so um such a genuine spirit like he is like he definitely has what it takes to go far yes yeah he's just got to keep pushing and y'all should definitely check out his track wishing and run it up give him tons of likes and comments he gave he had one wish just he had one wish he and he put out a single that you can play all the time with wishing in it you can wish yes. it many times off that one song <laughs> just do what he said just give him that one wish um, let's get into Megan Thee Stallion's live. If you don't know, Stallion went live yesterday. Finally speaking up about everything. We've been kind of waiting, but giving her time to like heal. If you notice, no, but she, she just kind of, she made a comment towards Drea. Drea got dropped from Fenty. We're going to get into Fenty Ooh. later. Like, Drea did get dropped from Fenty, and in return, Fenty sent a, well, today, Fenty sent a package to Megan while she received the saying that they, she has her full support, their full support, and they're back. Especially because Rihanna went through right. something not as serious, but, but yeah. and it, we can't like, scale it. Pathetic. And I just don't feel like it's scaling it because there's trauma. Like, Rihanna went through it with Chris, like, and but Megan definitely was, like, could have been was very it was life-threatening like that's yes. <coughs> just what it was um and so it just kind of magnifies it it doesn't make it better, or better or you know what I mean it doesn't make it 
any higher tier what happened to Rihanna, but I really appreciate Rihanna. Like I could only imagine how infuriated she probably was, even just like there's no if the answer buts. I'm letting Drea go. I'm Rihanna, I'm letting Drea go. But mm-hmm. circle back, Megan went live and her live was genuine and she got into how she was trying to fill the void of her mom being gone, which is what we figured. We were saying that. We definitely said that a couple episodes back that Megan's grieving right now and we could see it just by <clears throat> her behavior patterns, I guess. Um, and I went through that too. Like anybody who goes through major trauma goes through that. But I, I felt that she said just enough to really touch hearts did you watch the whole thing it was like eight minutes long the whole entire thing was pretty much the whole thing um yeah and she really she really spoke to i think the mass masses when she was talking about you know like just being young and naive to the fact that you can't give your energy to everyone and the fact that you know just because you feel your void you can't that void with people because unfortunately nine times out of ten the general population is not going to give you back give you what you give them yeah and you know even ourselves can be victim of that you know we take from other people we don't realize um but i think megan is very young like she's my age so i mean yeah. I know, so i mean i know it's funny to be kind of young and dumb those kind of things especially when you're coming up in the industry you know what i mean she probably doesn't have like that mom like got it like especially like in the industry like a leader for everybody take her under her wing yeah Um, i think she had to learn a lesson the hard way and thank god she's safe you know it's nothing life-threatening and she's gonna be okay but she definitely had to learn a lesson about who and you know why you give your energy to people yeah i um it brought me to tears like, I definitely cried. I've had, like, I've had guns drawn on me in situations like that. And it just kind of brought all that back. And it felt very real to me. Like, right. I could, like, I felt the pain in my feet, even just because, like, I knew what it felt to have, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, it's something that you'll never forget. Like, when someone, when someone pulls a gun out on you, like and I'm a fighter. Like I've been in fights. Extremely traumatizing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> no, you literally see your life flash before your eyes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like that's definitely something that the general population will never go through and will never experience. So I think for a lot of people who are like commenting online and commenting on Instagram and stuff. Um, but that's the thing, though. Like, 50, you got shot nine times. Mr. I got shot nine times, had jokes. I Did, did you see he apologized to... What now? He apologized to Megan. 50 Cent did. Well, good. It's I saw when Chrissy Teigen had made a joke about Megan, and she came back and apologized. I mean, it's like, people just need to realize that now is not the fucking time. <laughs> like... We are in an overly sensitive world, and people are going to. If gonna you don't make a joke, about it, you can't joke about it. It's just like, like Megan is a young girl, like, and people I think forget that, and she's just like another internet meme. 
but like right. she went through something that like could have been really bad people be joking if megan got shot in the head like god forbid you know, or if she could or if her feet or if, if that would have happened and it, what if or, yeah, she would have shot her in the spine by accident you know would people be joking if it was no but scared? if he would have shot her in the wrong place in the foot she could have been like <laughs> if it had just went what if he hit an artery you know what i mean so All it's right. like Anything could have happened, and just because she w- got to walk away from it, that doesn't give you the right to start Make making fun of it. I'm sure she's going to be like very traumatized for like a very, very long time. Absolutely, it's not something that like I can't. I didn't even get that far, but I got pretty darn close, and it was enough for me to feel like that moment, like the fleet like you can't move you can't run fast enough you can't even and it happened like like and it happened like even a few times because like it's because she didn't even she's still not snitching per se did you see i bet even if she wanted to tell people what was what had actually happened i'm sure she can't like for legal reasons like i'm sure there's going to be a court hearing or coordinate or whatever there's about a this. petition now trying to get tory lanes out of the country ban him out the country i had some uh, are, are we signing it was this his birthday too like what a day or two ago yeah but, um it's just one of those things where you can't you can't do that you can't no. do that it's not okay it's not okay by anybody's like anybody's standards so yeah uh, it's just a scary situation but i think it's it's really scary for me because i'm someone who plans on being in the industry like that and it really makes you realize that even if you're in the end you know what i mean even if you're in the click you're still uh, you are still susceptible to be injured or hurt or fucked over by someone also in the click it doesn't have to be a crazed fan right uh, it is or you know what i mean like it can be your fucking like what selena's manager or whoever killed her right like right and that is what is fucked up about it yeah you definitely gotta watch and that's kind of like shout out to realist again for that word of advice is not really <clears throat> hanging out with anybody you got to protect your energy and if it doesn't feel right it's more than likely not right and when it feels right it feels right there's no explaining that um shout out again to rihanna for making that stand and letting drea go um and making megan feel loved um rihanna also made another stand um, I don't know. I'm going to put the link in the story today. If you hurry up, tomorrow is the Fenty Skin Cyber Launch Party. Ooh. So we're, we're shouting out Fenty as much as possible in hopes that... It's your Fenty day, Skin, girl. One day we will be brand ambassador, Stoney. Mm. It will happen. One day the powder room. Oh, no, I want to have that Fenty Skin. One day it will happen. I'm probably going to buy it, but... Yeah, I don't care what it is. I not want to If I have to, because it launches tomorrow. And so they made their first brand ambassador announcement, and it is an esthetician from New York by the name of Sean Garrett, who just so happens to be a super fabulous black gay male with blonde hair and 
super okay. low skin. What what do we think about Rihanna making two key plays in one day? I think she's with Drake. That's what I took from that. Like that. <laughs> I love it. I think she's very bold with her statements anyway. Right. So I mean, this doesn't surprise me that's coming from Rihanna. I think the general public so would be, you know, kind of not off put, but like, you know, it's meant to cause controversy. Right. Um, and it's meant to to make a fucking statement and it does. Um, but I don't think people are really too too surprised because like the whole, you know, James Charles was the first male cover girl. So I mean, people yes. aren't really surprised to see the gender roles starting to blur, you know, as far right. as what is is not acceptable for male and females to do. So, I mean, it's not very surprising to me, but, like, to me, that that's my generation as well. I'm that's that's kind of, but, like, to older people, I'm sure, you know, my grandma's probably not going to go and see you? Fenty. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic skin. You know what I mean? Um, he's but, a uh, Yeah. It's definitely not going to be a hindrance for her business. It's, if anything, it's going to boost it 10 times more. You know what I mean? It, it won me over. I was expecting... It's fantastic that she's supporting. I was expecting a blue check girl and right. versus and then he was so in like the difference between Fenty skin and real and Kylie skin is that he went through every ingredient girl when I tell you he went through like this is why this 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 he did a mm-hmm. 10 minute full clip about why each step is necessary and um and it's designed for, like, because I don't know if you know, you probably have, don't. Well, you might. Do you ever experience, like, a white cast from sunscreen? I really don't put sunscreen on like that. So when I wear sunscreen, like, it makes me look like the Tin Man. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have that, like, metal, like, super, mm, like, that white cast. Like, it doesn't matter if I put makeup on or not. Don't right. put no setting powder on over it because then I'm really done, like. It's not even the look, but yeah, I um, I feel like that's definitely what I love the most about Rihanna. She's so subtle with her, um, but she makes political statements like, but she mm-hmm. does it in her very like. To be more like Rihanna is definitely like the way because like she'll just she'll throw it out there and it's still very cool and personal to her and to who she is like still who she is, but it's just her way of like. And then um, she commented under Megan's post, um, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> I definitely love seeing um, like some of the top females in the industry supporting each other and, you know, taking a stand for what they think is right. Yeah, they were all in the comments. Mulatto was going in, like everybody, they were all in the comments on her live just showing like, so like, we're just so sorry. Like everybody was like, it was like, it brought me to tears. I don't know if it brought you to t- it definitely like, brought me to no i'm dead inside but but it was it was definitely good it was yeah, good and for I'm sure. i was like oh my god it's like ridiculous why do you do that? i hate tory lanes now tory lanes is canceled honestly yeah like yeah, he's canceled. Pissed, it pissed me off like i already felt like he had like little man syndrome but i hadn't heard anything like about yeah. him being like you know an asshole or anything so yeah. i'm like you know he's he's cool um, but now that I've heard this, it's just left a bad taste in my mouth, and right. it just pisses me off because he has really good. He has some really good music. <laughs> yeah, no, he has great music, but we. I don't. I'm not subscribing to that at all. Yep. But um, I think we we were gonna get into one more thing. What was it? Do you remember? I do not remember what it was. Ooh. 
My short-term memory is shit. Mine is too. And Lance doesn't care. <laughs> shout out to our creator. Shout out, shout out, shout out. <laughs> you, it doesn't matter because you don't remember. We couldn't remember the last question. Well, I guess that's it then. If we remember next week, then we'll let you know. Um, Bottom, let the people give the people a little teaser. What what do we have coming up for them? I'm pretty excited about it. Oh my it. god, I forgot all about that. Yeah, no. I mean, just give us a little a little taste. A little rundown of what we do have in store for you. Please make sure you stay tuned because we are booked and busy. Real is not the only celebrity that we have on deck. Start. Um, next week we got Pretty Gang coming through. We got Betty Booth coming through. We got Mr. Charlie Mac Management himself, who brings all these great talents to us. We got Miss Pinky Yo-Yo, who is an OG radio personality from Atlanta. She did radio in Atlanta for like 15, 20 years, OG in the game. And then we got Lyric Anderson. Like, I don't know when we're going to slide that in, but you know we're going to slide that in too. And then later in September, we got Airplane already on lock. So we look forward to seeing you Airplane too, man. We booked and busy. If you want to interview um, after um, my birthday, y'all going to have to pay us. Uh, <laughs> dead ass but like some of y'all do pay but it's the ones that like you know the ones that that do pay we appreciate you um thank you absolutely it's like the funds the dream the followers the ones with millions of followers but so it's no shade to you like promise i promise i promise but yeah man and we have a new empower podcast network has a new location we'll be unveiling the name and the grand launching of that in September, October is just stay tuned. We'll get more dates for you. And then also, um, I'll let the powder room know this first. Uh, very, very soon, a podcast that goes deep into Lance and I's relationship. Um, we have really hard talks and we just talk. And you guys can actually enjoy that with us. And that is called Breakfast for Dinner. So you will hear about Breakfast for Dinner more and you'll probably fall in love with that. A little bit more than this because y'all messy just like me it's okay messy. <laughs> it's okay i like it too that's why i love lyrica we can't wait till lyrica comes on board and um shout out to all these blessings shout out to liddy gang shout out to no approval keep the money mm-hmm. on the floor shout out to the bandwagon radio who else we got no approval podcast Salute the booty. Golly. I think, oh, and shout out to Mook in the Morning. You can catch me on Mook in the Morning on Wednesday mornings. I'll be co-hosting. That's Woo World Radio. That's right. That's Wu-Tang. That's Wu-Tang. Protect your neck out this motherfucker. Stoney, where can they get tatted? As always, it's your girl, Stoney. If you are looking to get tatted in, you're in the greater Charlotte metropolitan area. You can find me on Instagram at inkedbystoney, I-N-K-E-D-B-Y-S-T-O-N-E-Y. And you can get bookings um, and you can check my schedule through the DMs. If you are wanting to catch up like on my daily life and some possible music releases, you can follow me on Instagram at Stony Locks. That's my personal page. S-T-O-N-E-Y-L-O-C-K-S. And if you do Facebook, you can find my um, fan page on there. Oh my God. Stony. Hey, fuck off on my Facebook shit because it's going to get me popping. Hey, Matt, bro, I hope to God you pop off Facebook even though they max you out at 5,000 friends. Yeah, they kind of fucked me over on that, but it's okay. 
Yeah, I'm about to say they maxed me out. I'm viral on Facebook. I hate that shit. I got like I hate Facebook. I can't do it. I want to delete it so bad. You can follow us at underscore the problem. That's at underscore T H E P O W D E R double O M hashtag T P R because we are the shit. We appreciate you so much, so much. All millions of you later and handfuls of you now. We're grateful for each and every one of you. And stay tuned. We're busy. And I'm Very. Sorry. We love you. Bye. Bye.